This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, you guys, how you doing? This is Heidi St. John. Good morning. Today is Monday, March 22nd. It's Mailbox Monday. We've got a whole bunch of questions to answer, and we're going to celebrate the one-year anniversary of two weeks to flatten the curve. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today. Lots and lots of you guys writing in to Mailbox Monday. And Mondays are the day when I get on here and I answer your questions and we talk about some things that are on your heart and on your mind. And we're going to do that today. Before I get started, I want to remind you how you can get your question answered at Mailbox Monday. Just shoot me a message at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday. You can also leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash Heidi St. John forward slash message. That's the way to do it. Please keep your questions short and sweet and to the point. All right, before I get started today, I want to take you guys to Psalm 33. Psalm 33 verses 12 to 22 says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. The people he chose for his inheritance from heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all mankind from his dwelling place. He watches all who live on the earth. He forms the hearts of all who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him on those whose hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord, for he is our hope, our help, and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. And we've got a a, an amazing battle in front of us right now. And according to David, the key to finding victory in these battles that we're facing is not to rely on our own strength, but rather to put our trust in the Lord, right? The psalmist goes on to say that some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots, but we don't, the children of God, we trust in the name of the Lord. And this goes against human nature. It goes against what the culture is telling you to do right now. But at the end of the day, Human strength and power is not going to be enough for the battles that we are facing right now. We need the Lord. And the Bible says that God gives victory to those who trust him. Listen to this from the message. This is verses 18 and 20 in the message. Watch this. God's eye is on those who respect him, the ones who are looking for his love. He's ready to come to their rescue in bad times, in lean times. He keeps body and soul together. We're depending on God. He's everything we need. And as we move in the culture and as we face really the the struggles that are so prevalent right now in the culture and even in the church, boy, we're struggling. God says, put your trust in me. And how do we do that practically? 
Well, one of the ways we do that, obviously, is by reading his word and knowing what he wants. How can you trust him if you don't know him? How can you walk in a way that's pleasing to God if you don't know him and don't know what it means to obey his word or walk with him? And so we need to be in the word of God every day, trusting him for the battles that are to come and the battles that we're facing right now. So I hope that encourages you guys today. Also want to let you know, I've got a little book out called Bible Promises for Moms, and it's just about $2.29, something like that. And you can find it anywhere books are sold. It's a great idea to get that book in a stack of five and just start giving them out to people. So the whole idea behind that book was that we could put some of the precious promises of God into one place that'd be easily accessible. You guys, the Bible's not silent on the issues that we're facing right now. The Bible's not silent on the struggles that we're facing in our government. It's not silent on the struggles that we're facing in relationally with other human beings. God says that we are made in his image and we turn to God's word. And then we say, Lord, help me to rightly apply it. Right. And one of the struggles that we see in the culture right now, particularly in the churches, that the church has decided, well, we have one set of rules for the church and one set of rules for the rest of the world, including our government, including, you know, marriage, whatever it is. But the Bible teaches us that if we want to walk in blessing, we apply those rules to every aspect of life. This is how we end up with successful marriages. This is how we find success in business, right? It's the Bible that says, don't steal. It's God who says, hey, bad idea to commit adultery. Things are not going to go well for you, right? We're watching Megan and Harry making a terrible, terrible mistake right now. And frankly, I hold Harry responsible. It's like he doesn't respect his family that has clearly loved him and raised him his whole life. And so now he's up there airing all the family's dirty laundry. What does the Bible say? It says, honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. And we are called to honor our parents. And the Bible teaches us that when we don't do that, from sowing wind, we reap a storm. And I promise you, as sure as I'm sitting here, a storm is coming for Prince Harry because he's not following the basic command of God that says, honor your father and your mother, right? For goodness sake, I mean, we got issues, you guys. And the Lord of Heaven's army is the one who made you said, hey, lean into my word. I'm going to help you. And I'm going to help you find success. I'm going to help you find blessing. Isn't that what we all want at the end of the day, right? We want to live in the grace and blessing of the Lord. We want the grace of God to help us to withstand the temptations that are in the world around us, to be able to stand in the face of a spiritual battle that is just, it feels overwhelming at times. But God said that if we lean in, we'll find it there. We'll find that blessing there. And so I just want to encourage you today to just walk in the blessing that God has for you. I want to give a donor shout out really quick to Wendy from Spencerville and Laura from Suffolk. Thank you guys so much for your financial support of the podcast. Thank you everyone who is supporting my run for the United States House of Representatives. You can find more out about that at com. We had last Monday, so a week ago today, we had my very first rally, a kickoff rally. It was a hootin' hollering good time. Over 400 people showed up for that event. And we talked about the history of this nation and why I'm standing so strongly against socialism, why I think what's happening in our schools and our universities, particularly in our public elementary and high schools, is so egregious, right? Because we're teaching our kids to hate the nation. We're teaching them that up is down and and down is up and left is right and it's wrong. 
And it's time for people who reflect the founding fathers' values for this nation. And were they all correct? No. But we can we agree? It's amazing. The Biden administration removed Dr. Seuss from their reading program. And yet Cardi B can get up in front of millions of people and simulate a lesbian sex act on stage. And that's okay. We're mixed up right now. We got to get back to the fundamentals of what God says is healthy and right and good. And that's actually where we find blessing, right? I'm going to encourage you guys today to just walk in that blessing. I want to let you guys know where I'm going to be this week. So this is my speaking season. So I will be in Rogers, Arkansas for the Teach Them Diligently conference this weekend. If you guys are anywhere in the area, come out and say hello. Rogers, Arkansas, the 25th through the 27th. That is a fantastic event. Teach Them Diligently, one of my favorite events in the homeschooling realm. And this is not just me. There's a lot of people there, a lot of speakers that are there. You guys are going to find encouragement. You're going to find just a cool drink of water for your soul. And we certainly do need it. Also, if you're not reading the Babylon Bee, this was awesome. I saw this headline a couple of weeks ago. The nation is preparing to celebrate the first anniversary of two weeks to flatten the curve. I love this. You guys know the Babylon Bee is satire, so nobody get mad, okay? But it's just enough satire and truth mixed up that it's amazing. So this is what they said. The nation is preparing to celebrate what is expected to become a beloved annual holiday. Two weeks to slow the spread day to be held in March every year. This time of year, we like to come together to remember the historic day one year ago when we put on masks and locked ourselves down, trusting that the lockdown will be over in just two weeks, said local man Paul Kristoff as he stared out his window longingly, his three masks securely in place. This year, I'm going all out with a Zoom party with no more than five of my closest friends. And I mean closest, figuratively speaking, of course. We'll be literally far apart because I want to stay home and stay safe. I don't want grandma to die. Traditional festivities of the newly christened American holiday include remote Amazon gift exchanges, ordering DoorDash feasts just for yourself, and the customary bringing in of the Netflix. Historians believe the holiday will become a hit. And people will continue to wear masks and stay home throughout the year as the festive day is celebrated for hundreds of years. That's all I have to say about that. (laughs) You guys, if we don't laugh, we're going to cry. All right, we're going to cry. Let's start answering your questions. Kristen from Red Rock, Arizona. She said, Heidi, I'm a mom of three children. I began homeschooling two years ago, and God is placing on my heart to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. Can you give any advice of steps I can take to start speaking out? Kristen, this is a fantastic question. One of the first things that we need to do is get our courage about us. So that's what I spoke about at my kickoff for Congress that we did last Monday night. And I was telling the people there, I think I told you guys over 400 of them showed up. It was amazing. And I was telling them that this is going to require courage because the left has stolen the narrative in this country. We had some very young, very immature, misdirected protesters out in front of our building when I did my event. And they're holding up signs that said, you know, Heidi is a fascist and, you know, whatever. I I, I wanted, I didn't have time, but I want to go up to these young people and say, please, please, please give me the definition of a fascist. They don't even know what they're talking. I was, frankly, I was embarrassed for them. So what we need to do is realize a couple things. This is going to take courage for one thing. And you need to find your people that you can speak to. I always start with my pastor. I think this is absolutely crucial that the churches get off the bench and onto the battlefield that the pastors begin to speak 
about the issues that we're facing as a nation. There is no such thing as an apolitical church because policy determines politics. And most of the issues that we're facing in the nation right now have a moral undertone to them. And we've denied this for a very long time. So Kristen, I would say, talk to Christian leaders in your area. Definitely start getting on social media and start talking about what God's putting on your heart. And then ask God to give you opportunities to start speaking out. We need women like you to run for school board. We need you guys on the library boards. We need you to run for local offices and federal offices. And the the whole point of a representative government, right, is that we do that. And for some reason, we've been taught that only the professional politicians do that. Well, who's a professional politician? A professional politician is just some Yahoo that decided to go to D.C. or run for city council and stay there because they are pushing their own ideology. They're no different than you are. And so that's what I encourage you to do. I love getting letters like this. You guys know that one of the heartbeats that I have is for listeners to get off the bench and onto the battlefield, right? We need we need this more than we've ever needed it before. So that was a great question. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Sheridan from Spokane wrote in and said, Heidi, social emotional learning is troubling me. My daughter is in her last year of college, graduating with a degree in early elementary education. She would like to teach first through third grade. She's really struggling with the classes she's required to take for graduation, which are conflicting with her Christian beliefs, right? Welcome to every secular university in our nation and actually even the so-called Christian ones. These are the woke ones, right? Like Westmont University. She is still not sure if she wants to be a teacher. If she's required to teach SEL to her students, she knows great teachers are needed in our schools right now. So what advice do you have for her? Thank you. Our family loves your podcast. All right. So thank you, Sheridan. So here's here's what I think. We need Christian teachers in our public schools. We desperately need them. And I know several people who are teaching in the public schools, who are wonderful Christians, who are being forced to teach social emotional learning. This is why I'm telling you it is so important for Christians to be in office. So we we send these wonderful teachers to our schools and then they're hamstrung by bureaucrats in Olympia and in other state capitals and in even federally coming from Washington, D.C. You guys, watch all the funding that's coming out of D.C., the federal funding that's going to fund these garbage programs, right? I mean, there's a really good chance that your daughter is going to be hamstrung because of laws that are being passed by activists who want to teach our children that there's 400 genders and the sky is really the ground, right? I mean, that's actually what's happening. So we need your daughter to go into elementary education and take her beliefs with her and stand for what she knows is right. And I mean, I would just be, if that was my daughter, I'd just be saying you're in for a fight. Education is the front line. Education is the front line of the fight in this country. Education is the front line all over the world, actually, right now. And so I would encourage your daughter to continue uh, with the direction that the Lord is leading her, but just be prepared to be on the fight. I would encourage you guys, if you haven't already picked up my my friend Sam Sorbo's new book called Words for Warriors, we saw some young people talking to some protesters the other day. And as I was kind of, you know, listening to what happened and and 
hearing their heart on the matter, I just thought, you know, it'd probably be good when we go into these places to really just start asking these guys the questions. What is a fascist? Well, if you don't know what a fascist is, you need to learn. You know, what are these terms that they're using that a lot of you are unfamiliar with? Get familiar with it so that you can engage in conversation. The conversation is so important, needs to be had. Heather from Yukon, Oklahoma. Heather, I would just like to say I'm really glad that you clarified that you're from Yukon, Oklahoma. Because when I first saw that, I was like, she's from the Yukon. Oh, Yukon. I didn't even know there was a Yukon, Oklahoma. Anyway, Heather said, (laughs) what are your thoughts of homeschool parents starting social media pages, tracking their homeschool adventures? My husband and I have debated starting such a page, but there is a fear of the government using these outlets to track families who homeschool. We, what we see happens to some who speak out against the radical left. We see what happens to some who speak out against the radical left agenda on these platforms. Well, Heather, remember I said a few minutes ago, it's going to take courage. It takes courage right now to stand for righteousness in the culture. It even takes courage to tell the truth right now because they're going to tell you that you're not telling the truth. They're going to tell you that you're a liar and that you hate people and that you're a bigot. So you just have to decide if you're going to get out there on social media, platforms like Facebook, the wonderful, amazing fact checkers of Facebook, really are they're just censors of free speech, right? Because they're not the arbiters of truth, but they're going to tell you that they are. So again, you guys have to decide what it is that you want to do. I wouldn't discourage you from doing it. I think we need to be wise. But this idea that we need to hide from our government right now is terrifying, isn't it? It's terrifying. You guys should be supporting my run for Congress. (laughs) Heidi St. John for Congress.com. We are trying to raise a whole lot of money. That's what needs to happen right now. This is a race against the clock. And we are hoping to make a very good showing for the first FEC filing, which happens on March 31st. So we're trying to get as many donations as we can in before them. Heidi St. John for Congress.com. So Heather, that's that's what I would say. You know, you guys, just like with a question before you about a teacher wanting to go into the public school, do you guys hear the common thread in your questions? What are you hearing? I'm hearing fear of the government. You guys, this is exactly what the founding fathers were warning us about when they talked about a tyrannical government. They know that absolute power corrupts absolutely and that power corrupts. And that's what we're seeing. And the only way to stand up against it is to wait for it, stand up against it. So I wish you guys the very, very best. Trudy from Pennsylvania. I feel the conviction to pull my kids from public school. However, I'm not in a position to stop working. Me either, Trudy. (laughs) I have been searching for an online homeschooling option. What are your feelings on this? And do you have suggestions for a great online school option? I'm very nervous about making this change as my kids are in sixth grade and not happy about leaving their friends. But I know this is the time we need to make the change. All right. So Trudy, I love your question. I get this question all the time. A lot of parents who are working and are going, I just don't know what to do. But I'm telling you what, we need to weigh the hearts and minds of our kids with the income that we're bringing in. It is literally that important. And so I I applaud you. I know you're, I know that this is scary, but you're doing the right thing. This will be the right thing for your family and for your children. Uh, The school system is absolutely hell-bent on indoctrinating your kids. Why don't we get back to the hard academics, right? Math. Oh, wait, we can't even do that, right? Because math is apparently racist now. We got to take our kids out of these schools. Unless and until, I mean, the whole system needs to be dismantled and built back from the the ground up again, as far as I'm concerned. If If you're interested in online schooling, I would check out places like Bob Jones University Press. They've got some great online options where you your kids can actually sit and listen to teachers in person. Um, Ambleside Online might be a place that you can check out. There are lots of really good options. Check out who is behind these online schools. So even some of the ones 
I would say Econ Academy. Uh, I'm steering people away from there forever and ever. Amen. We use it, but those guys are so woke. It's ridiculous now. So you really have to know where you're getting your information, right? Education is not neutral. None of these platforms are neutral. None of them, unfortunately. And it's because education is not neutral. Education is promoting worldview and we're educating children. And so people are lying to you if you're, they're telling you that they're, that they're teaching from a position of neutrality. All right. Next question. Sarah from Oregon said, Heidi, do you have advice from those of us suffering from FOMO? You guys know what FOMO is? Fear of missing out. F-O-M-O. Thanks to the Rona and with your encouragement, we are homeschooling this year. Good job, Sarah. However, my husband, my kids and I are missing our beloved private school and local sports leagues. The school and sports are now operating, but with a strict mask requirement and other ridiculous protocols. I've explained to my kids that I cannot put a mask on them as it violates my conscience. Many families who can, who I consider to be like-minded are now caving into the pressure and signing their kids up to follow these rules. Their, jur- their justification is that at least the kids will get to go to school. At least they can play sports. I host playdates and try to organize our own sports groups, but it's just not the same. I'm frustrated on so many levels. Am I being too strict about this or should I just get used to being in the, in the extreme minority cheering you on in your run for Congress? Thank you, Sarah. I appreciate that. All right. Wow. So I get these questions probably 15 times a week right now, and it grieves me greatly. You know, we're not teaching our kids to think for themselves. And so I don't think you're overreacting. I think it's your common sense and your brain kicking in to say, hey, this isn't okay. I saw kids outside the other day, their track team, I guess, is meeting, and they're running around their track with masks on out in the fresh air. And these are children. And parents, unless you start standing up against it, unless you start saying, nope, sorry, not going to do that, you're going to watch these bureaucrats, these crazy people who want to keep you scared and locked down and freaked out for the rest of your life, this is going to continue. You're going to hear Father Fauci talk about how the, the sky is falling. The way, for, the way that they have learned to control people is through fear. Fear is a powerful motivator. And until we start thinking for ourselves, until we start saying, hey, you know, it's been a year. And we know for a fact that kids are not the ones who are carrying this. I saw a very sad article the other day that said, you know, kids are volunteering to test, you know, the Rona vaccine. Well, no, they're not. Their parents are volunteering them. Can we just be honest about what it is at least? So, uh, Sarah, I would encourage you. I would do my own thing. I'm not even kidding. I would do my own thing. You guys can go to the park. You can start doing, you know, find other parents. Say, are you frustrated by this? Because we can start our own sports league. Start your own sports group and it'll grow. There are people who feel the way you do, but if you cave like they did, that's never going to happen. Somebody has to take a stand. So Sarah, I hear your frustration. I just want to encourage you, uh, hang in there because I believe we're going to start to see the tide turn. As a lot of these states open up, as people start going, oh, wait a second, we don't have to live in fear. As that starts happening, we are going to see more and more people begin to live in freedom again. And that needs to happen in Sarah and Oregon. I think it can start with you. All right, you guys, I am out of time for today. Thank you so much for uh, getting your questions to us here at Mailbox Monday. I'll answer some more of your questions tomorrow and trying to do it throughout the week. We appreciate your prayers as always. Please follow us online as our family is up to our hips right now in the travel season, but we're very excited to come and see you guys and to pray with you and just hear what God's doing in your life. We need each other and we can stand for, for truth and stand for righteousness and stand for common sense 
if we do it together. The Bible says that the that wisdom is found in the counsel of many. And so I'm praying for you guys today. Thank you so much for leaving reviews for the podcast, for leaving reviews for my books, wherever books are sold, and for just coming alongside and supporting us financially. If you guys are encouraged by what we're doing here, if it blesses you, if you just think, man, whatever that girl's saying, I want to I want to help her get it out there more. The way to do that is to financially support this podcast. And you can do that by going to the show notes today, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast. Have a great day, everybody. I hope you love your families well, and I'll see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.